Is in 1999 or 2023. New wave optimism, summer sunshine, a Manchester treble and a brummy man on the beers. Or well, some things are the same. But some things are new wave. Welcome to the Sunday League podcast. Firstly, a man who won't be see- receiving Christmas cards from Fulham fans. Dan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Scott. Uh, yeah, uh, lovely week, isn't it? Uh, well, nice weather in the UK. So uh, I'm sure those Fulham fans are a bit happier this week. But uh, no, I'm not going to apologise. Uh, I stay true to my word. They didn't have the best of seasons. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope you listen again this week. <laughs> Colin? Well, they probably wish I was on the calling because the one week I wasn't, uh, they didn't like it. So, unfortunately, I'm not drinking again today. I've got uh, cranberry juice down here. So, let's cranberry juice. This week. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, secondly, a man who loves his co host so much he once forgot to let one of them know about his proposal plans. Adam, how are you doing? <laughs> Wow, you're not going to turn to the grave, aren't you? <laughs> Gee, yeah, I'm, I'm not too bad, thanks, Scott. I'm, uh, I'm all right. Lovely weather. So, uh, when it's hot weather, it only means one thing. So, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the side of it again. This one is uh, pineapple. Mm, mm, fancy, fancy Dan. Well, fancy Adam, I suppose. Uh, 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 for me, I've got a slight issue. I got a Guinness out of the fridge. Um, but I left it by the fridge. And uh, that means running back to the fridge at some point. And I don't know how fast I can run. So I need, well, well, luckily where we're going, the first team, I'll probably have some time. So you never know. I'll go grab my Guinness at some point so we can, uh, we can enjoy a beer, at least me and you, Adam. Uh, so, yeah, definitely. after a roaring success last week, including an Afro- African power cut, it's time for the second half of the Sunday League grades. And here's a reminder of what each of the grades mean. Grade A means smashed it. Grade B, bossed it but could be better. C, meh, what was the point? D, if only they had done that. E, you've got to be disappointed. And F, buy the cannons, get rid of the boss and throw away the season ticket. So, boys, does it still make sense? Sure does, Scott. Yeah, I'll probably go a bit longer, yeah. <laughs> we're going we're to start with uh, a team that's close to all of us. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how this one goes. I won't be surprised at the grades, but uh, Dan, it's Leicester. What grade are you giving them? Oh, it's it's the easiest F of the whole uh, season, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, though, there was not really a manager to sack in the end. I think they uh, gave Dean Miffitt until the end of the season, knowing full well that either he wasn't the man to take us forward and it just didn't seem like he they with that uh with that contract either it it didn't give too much hope that they even thought he was the bloke to get him out of the job any out of the uh Premier League scrap anyway. So uh yeah but saying that it it was a it was a bad season way before Dean Smith came in, I think. So the problem started a lot sooner than uh, the last few games of the season, you've got a, a lot of players that are on the end of contracts there, uh, mindset elsewhere. It didn't get off to a great start and it just went downhill from there, to be honest. I, I'm struggling there with 
struggling with words for Leicester, to be honest. Uh, I've just just got to terms that we're now a championship when the Premier League fixtures came out today and we weren't involved in it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, not that I'm not, I'm not, look, I am looking forward to next season. I have to say now it's, it's moved on. Uh, I think this was probably a bit of a delayed reaction of there's been stuff going wrong on at the club for a long time. I think certain things have probably bodged over that a little, but now's the time to start sorting it out. And yeah, I'm looking forward to next season, to be honest. Um, Adam, I think halfway through the season, you wanted to throw your season to continue. So what grade are you going? I don't know. I mean, I'll, um, I'd say it's an A. Oh, if the plan what? was to be relegated. Uh, <laughs> definitely smashed it if the plan was to go down. But no, I've got there's, there's no other grade I can give this one but F. Um, terrible from the start. Didn't even didn't even look like we were going to have a good season. And you question that when we have us, we had such a strong team. And you know, you can clearly see it's a strong team now because majority of our players are linked with moves away. Um, there's a ridiculous bid coming in from Tottenham today for 50 million for Barnes and Madison. When I think if we had stayed up, they probably would have been, I don't know, 40 million each. Roughly, you know, you could put any price tag on either of those because they were our, our number one players last season. So just to show that. Other clubs can kind of see that we're going to be struggle to hold on to the players. They're now making these ridiculous bids because we don't really have a choice because they're just going to they're going to go at some point anyway. So they're just cash in for what they can and, and rebuild. But it's not the right way to do it, and it's all reflected on a bad bad season in the Premier League. So, like Dan says, I am I'm positive for next season. Wondering if we get this Man City manager in. Uh, assistant manager. I know, I just think of the loans. <laughs> we get Guardiola in, we've got we get Haaland on loan. <laughs> no, I, I, have to, I have to say, I think financially, if if what uh, we, uh, we're led to believe is that the Man City number two will be the manager, I think going forward for Leicester City is probably the right manager, albeit he hasn't got the experience in the championship. Uh, if there's anything to be like what the Man City side is, it's he's, he's going to have an attractive style of play that will excite the fans anyway. Uh, I'm hoping financially he's, he, he could be on a decent wage, but then uh, transfer-wise, in the back of my mind, I'm hoping that uh, Pep Guardiola might be able to help us out with a few loans. Uh, I know one that I've got to mind is the McAtee that was on loan at uh, Sheffield last year, so he did a oh, decent oh, job. He looked like a good player. Yeah, and obviously uh, we're looking a bit higher, like that Rico Lewis. If he fancies, if he fancies helping out down the King Power next season, he's more than welcome. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the optimism, but I'm hoping he brings uh, Riyad Mahrez back with him. But uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, any player that's at Man City is going to be of a, a, a decent grade, aren't they? So if we can get a few. Um, so hopefully put promotion next year. Fingers crossed. Um, I've got to agree, boys, for me, it's an F all day long. Um, it started before the season, didn't it? Um, the fans didn't want Rogers back. 
They sold Casper Schmeichel and didn't bring in another keeper, um, which was crazy at the time. I think Danny Ward started the season with the most goals conceded, but then had the most clean sheets at one point. Um, they, they hit a bit of form, didn't they, before the World Cup? Came back from the World Cup and about Fez started uh, kicking the ball in his own net uh, for fun. Um, they held on to Brendan Rodgers for too long. James Madison said they were too good to go down in February, so they just didn't realise that they were in a relegation scrap. They sacked the manager and didn't have a replacement for, I don't know, two, three weeks. They brought in a bloke that, I don't know, was he hasn't got really a track record in the Premier League, to be honest. Um, and they went down with a bit of a whimper. So there's not a lot of optimism there for the whole season, if you're honest. Um, I, like I say, I, I want to be optimistic about the championship. It's a, it's a fun league to be in. I tell you what, it's going it to be a hard league to get out of next season. I do wonder I do wonder if they've learned from their mistakes when the managers they've been linked with are, yeah, this knockoff Guardiola, uh, Scott Parker, obviously Dean Smith, uh, I think Rafa Benitez at one point. You know, it does it. Stephen Gerrard. There's not a clear plan of like this is the way we want to go. It's just who, who will come, who, who fancies the job, and uh, the club was mismanaged. The amount of contracts that expired. That's never going to work. So yeah, for sure, it's an F, and things can only. Well, I say things can only go one way. We've been in League One before, so you never know. <laughs> but fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Mm. Let's move on from them. Liverpool, Adam. Oh, Liverpool, I think, I'm going to say, Mayor, what's the point? I'm going to give them a C. Um, just just for the fact that their whole season's been not, I want to say laughable, because you kind of think where they were last year, they would have pushed on and at least challenged again this year. Um, but you, you can you can say laughable when they, they absolutely spank Bournemouth 9-0. They've got an amazing squad. It's not like they they didn't invest in the summer uh, or even in the winter for, for that. Um, got the poem in yeah. January. Uh, beating Manu was it seven seven yeah. they were to beat Manu, but then the following week they'll probably go and lose to someone like Palace or something crazy like that. I mean, just going back on the reflection of um, the own goals at Fars. Um, scored. It's another one of them ones where if we hadn't scored them own goals, Leicester versus Liverpool, could we have stayed up with them for extra points? Because um, that cost us massively. Um, it, it's a difficult season for Liverpool, especially when towards the end of the season they went on that run of like nine nine games unbeaten and there was, there was tearing teams apart as well. I think unfortunately for them it just came a little bit too late for them. They had to push on in the to get into the Champions League. I think that's like, hurt them quite a lot by not qualifying for that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to say what, what was the point because it, they left it too late to do something about their their league position. So, and like I say, you didn't you didn't expect that from, from Liverpool. Like we said in the last episode about Chelsea, Chelsea being awful this year. When you look at what the normal... You know, top five, top six are Liverpool and Chelsea are always in and around it. But te- yeah, it's not a terrible season because they, they didn't get relegated. But uh, yeah. So. yeah, 
Yeah, I agree with Adam, to be honest. I think uh, I've, I've gone C as well. Uh, I think, I, like you mentioned, they're uh, hitting a bit of form towards the end of the season. And if they'd have probably started that run a fair bit sooner, I would have put them in the bracket for pushing probably Manchester United or Newcastle out of them Champions League spaces. Uh, obviously, they uh, didn't do the normal Liverpool and have a great Champions League run. I know they got knocked out by uh, Real Madrid, but uh, normally uh, Anfield and uh, Liverpool will have quite a good, uh, good, uh, what is it? Uh, run? Uh, yeah, norm- and like, well, they're, they're, Liverpool are, to me, a, one of the best Champions League sides. You just, yeah, on their day, they're the team that you you probably expect the upset from most of the times. Anfield's a horrible place to go to in the Champions League. But yeah, they just, this year, they just weren't on form, were they? And yeah, like I say, left it too late, especially, I think, a lot of fans probably thought at the start of the season they were going to uh, have a good season. It was it was at the King Power this year, wasn't it? The first game. The of the yeah, King Shield. Yeah. Uh, yeah, won the Charity Shield, obviously, against Man City. So, uh, yeah, they probably thought. I, th- I think I thought as well that Darwin Nunes was going to hit the ball, uh, hit the ground running. But uh, yeah, I think they've struggled a little, haven't they? Uh, blending in, still uh, replacing Mane, and then obviously they've replaced him with the Darwin Nunes and Gakpo. But like I say, they've not, they've not uh, done the business this year. I know, I know it takes a year or two to blend in, and but I'm sure they'll go strong next year. The only that Europa League is probably going to be a bit of a hindrance next year. It's going to be one of those that Liverpool fans would rather give it a miss and uh, probably go all guns blazing for the top four next year. But if if they make if they win it, I suppose that's another way route in, though, isn't it? I suppose. So yeah, see for me this time, Scott. Yeah, I think for me, boys. Um... Prior to this season, what had Liverpool been doing? They've been up and around Man City, haven't they, for what, the last three seasons? Uh, and I know they got rid of Mane, which I, I think was strange. I think he, he was still a good player for them. Um, you've got Mo Salah, who's one of the best Premier League players in recent history. He's not going to be playing Champions League football next season. By all means, have a bit of a rebuild. But Liverpool missing out on the top four after challenging for the league for the last three seasons. Look, Man City show you how to do it. Man, and money at the top, they've all got money. You can't tell me, you know, oh, Man City have got more money. They've all got money at the top. Money's not an issue. Um, so for me, for them to miss out in the top four, I've gone D because I think that's dis- they'll be disappointed. And and I'll be surprised if Mo Salah starts in the first day of the season next season because he's not getting any... Uh, quick question for you, Scott. Yeah. Uh, do you think Liverpool missing out on the Champions League also was the reason they missed out on Jude Bellingham? Potentially. Why would you go there? Why would you go there when they've got, as in the top, top players, you know, that's what you look for, isn't it? You want to win the Champions League. That's what they all want in club football. Um, So, look, I'm not trying to have a go at Jurgen Klopp. I think he's a good manager, but, but they took more than a year off, you know, to to miss out on the top four. That's a, for me, that's a bad season. Uh, I think the next one's an easy one. Dan, Man City. Definitely. Albeit they didn't have the greatest start to the season, but boy, did they have a great finish to it. Uh, yeah, and albeit 
I don't know whether the listeners know, but I've got a bit of a soft spot for Man United. But Man City for me, best team in the world, best team in the world by far at the moment, uh, and probably the best team that we're likely to ever see in the world. I think it's it goes. It's not even a just a strong eleven. It's a strong 25. 25. It's when they bring the a lot of times. It's not actually the 11 on the pitch that wins them the game. It's the, it's the ones that when the teams get tired at six minutes and they've still got another world-class player to bring on, when you've t- got your tired legs, it's just a, it's an unreal team. And uh, Yeah, I think, obviously, speaking about Arsenal last week, it, it was just the picture that Arsenal were under, knowing that Man City weren't going to slip up as well, wasn't it? It's It's... They were hunting, hunting Arsenal down, and it was just—it was actually a quite an impressive watch to come come the end of the season. It's yeah, no, I'm I'm happy that they did the treble as well. Uh, don't get me wrong, I, I think I'd have liked it a bit more competitive in the Champions League final. I think, uh, albeit Inter Milan gave uh, them a good running, I think the final for me was that semi-final between uh, Man City and Real Madrid. To be honest, but. No, and then unfortunately, well, not unfortunately in the end, but yeah, man, man, you couldn't stop them from doing it either, could they, with the uh, FA Cup final? And I think that performance showed a lot as well. It just, you watch that Man City side and it still looked like they'd probably got two or three gears to go up if they needed to. But, and yeah, no, it was an impressive season, very impressive. And I, I think they'll only get stronger, to be honest. Uh, Adam, we, we uh, sell this podcast as three bang average footballers that have never played the game professionally um, and we just watch it. You know, that's all we are. So do you care about all these Premier League breaches that they're up for or do you just think they're a good team? Uh, I do care. I don't, want, I don't want to say I don't care about them because the, the, the thing is, the rules are in there for a reason uh, and it's to stop people with the the most money just buying the league kind of like man city have and i you know i don't know what all 115 are there could there could be something petty it could be something massive but at the same time so that i would i would say their team's fantastic and you look at you look at chelsea and how they've gone about their business this year and they've thought they could just go out and buy by the league, by the players, but it doesn't work. I know Pep's a good manager, but you've got decent players in that Man City side that that is glued together. So yes, I care about the charges because it it is it's, it's cheating, especially if you find out that, especially when you find out it might be someone like I don't know, we'll say Everton. I know Everton got investigated over something a while back. I don't know if that's still going on. But then if that was the the difference, appealing in that. And that is just the worst thing from that. It's just, it's going to be a shadow of how bad we've been. People are now going to go, oh, it's because, no, Leicester are down because we've been poor. Exactly. But it's one of them where if if we went, went down because there's teams in that league that are cheating, say Man City and Everton both cheated. Well, that's two, that's, that's Leeds and Leicester staying up. And yeah. it's the revenue affected by it as well. So, I'm I'm on a bit on the fence with it to be fair, Scott. I, I think their team's great. I love watching them. 
But I do think the charges that you do need the some. Pro- like, the problem you've got is a lot of the charges are actually more to, uh, you know, it's not even the transfer fees and stuff. It's a lot when like the fees and stuff. So hidden, yeah, the hidden costs, isn't well, it? You keep it's seeing not... it happening with Juventus, where they're they're swapping players with like Barcelona and they're spreading. In the cost over so many years, but then evaluating one of their other players at 80 million, but deep down is only really worth 10. You know, it it's all stuff like that. So all the te- all the teams are doing it because, like you say, yeah, obviously look at the Real Madrid and B- Barcelona. How are they still attracting the best players in the world? Barcelona are probably more in debt than Manchester United. Yeah. But it's I suppose cold. we need some teams to try and not say cheaters, but, but we want to see the best players in the world in the Premier League. And if that's the way that we're going to do it, unfortunately, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy for Man City to do it. <laughs> well, great you're going, Adam. Uh, hey, it's got to be, hey, there's, 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 there's nothing else that I can really add on to, to Dan's points either. I know obviously you went a bit differently with, with your question on, on that, but yeah. Dan said everything that I was probably going to say. Yeah, hey. I mean, <clears throat> I'll, I'll be quick. Hey, for me as well. And uh, got to be honest, the introduction of Erling Haaland was fantastic. But the the bromance of Haaland and Grealish is, I, I think that's going to be the dying memory of this season because, uh, oh, Jack Grealish for the last, what is it, four days now on a bender is fantastic. So uh, <laughs> definitely an A. Will uh, you start for England tomorrow? <laughs> well, it'll be in the crowd, I reckon, still drinking. <laughs> Man United, Adam? Man- <laughs> Man, man, you. Uh, I, I, I didn't really look at their season that much, you know. I, I kind of just thought there was just a team in the prem. I know uh, they are. Did, did they have a good run holding up to the World Cup, then a bad one after the World Cup? I can't really remember what they did there. I know they finished in a Champions League spot. Rashford had a run, yeah. didn't he? Yes, Rashford had his run just before the World Cup. And then they had, what was it after? I've seen this. I don't know it if it's after, before or after. It was after. Because they still, bear in mind, we're still remembering that Ronaldo was in the team at the start of the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. See, that's such a long season. You forget kind of what happened. Man, you were still in the Premier League, though. <laughs> it, was this, it was this season where he threw his toys out of front, wasn't it? And then yeah, uh, it was. he disappeared just like before where he was the leaving Cup. the ground early. Yeah. Unfortunately, their league position is putting them in somewhere that I've got to kind of give them a good grade. But it's it's Man United, so ah, oh, you know what? I I feel like I'm going to have to say B bossed it, but could be better. Um, I think Ten Hag's done a good job when he's first got into the club. Obviously, he's he's done his kind of. I think he's done the right thing as well, where he's said, "I'm the boss." what I say goes, and hence why the Ronaldo instance has come about. Um, I think his, his signing of uh, Weghurst <laughs> was, a, uh, <laughs> was a, a, a weird... He, he, he did well. It's just... Sorry, Scott. I can't, I can't really give you much more on this one because it's... Uh, I, I don't think I've really looked up... The, this year. Dan, can you help him? Uh, yeah, I've I've gone a 
uh, a, I'd say a strong B here, to be honest. Uh, yeah, they didn't start off the greatest, just to let you know. They lost to Brighton and Brentford. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't a great start, but then going to beat uh, Liverpool at home. Uh, no, like Adam said, it, it was a difficult start to the season. Uh, obviously, Ten Hag had to sort uh, the Ronaldo issue, which I think any Manchester United manager had to come in. He was starting to just control the club himself, which was just ruining it for the whole Manchester United. They were, even the days that i seen with, with like uh, Alex Ferguson, no one was too big for that Manchester United club, if that makes sense. They're, it was always a strong, uh, strong team. Ronaldo coming back, unfortunately, it it ended his uh, his like love affair with the Manchester United fans. I think he'll always be a great there, but uh, yeah, it, it tarnished what he'd done for the club, to be honest. Because the last season, but no, Tenard coming in and solving that issue was the first good. Especially with the trophies, well, winning, uh, winning the Car- Carabao, yeah, Carabao Cup uh, against Newcastle, big winning, and just then, well, Manchester United can start challenging for the best players again, can't they? They'll be strong next season. I'd have thought Ten Hag gets his first proper season. I'd say, no, they'll do well. I've gone, I've gone C boys, and I'll explain why. They got whacked away at Brentford. They got whacked away at Liverpool. And after the World Cup, there was a point in time where they beat Man City at home and they were talking about being in a title race. And they came fourth. So I'll give them a C. Third. Oh, third. third. Sorry, man. Third. <laughs> Well, now there would be. <laughs> uh, basically four. Now there would be. <laughs> basically four. Uh, yeah, no, no, I can see your point there, to be honest. Newcastle, Dan? Uh, I've gone uh, B again. Maybe uh, should probably be a bit high, but no. No, B in the end. I think they were they were hanging on towards this end of the season. They couldn't beat a, a lowly Leicester, could they? And uh, <laughs> No, but they're... No, a great season overall. I, I think, uh, obviously, Eddie Howe's... He, I, I have been impressed with these because they didn't really spend well, in, in the regions of the money that I thought they would when the Saudis came in. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd have gave them an A if they'd have let us win at their place. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, B for me on this one. I, 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 I don't know. I, I should be able to say more about these, but I feel like Newcastle have been good for a while now. Like Adam says, the season's been a long, yeah. it's been a very long season with the, but it doesn't feel as if they've just been good for the last half of the season. It, for me, they've now been a strong thing because the previous season, they actually, when the Saudis took over, they actually did put a good run together. This wasn't unexpected that they were going to be strong this season. Probably we didn't estimate that they were going to be this strong. But, yeah, they've been steady all season. They've never really hit a bad patch of five, six games without a win or anything. Eddie Howe's doing great, but I not I don't worry about him next season. But I just fear I've seen links of players now. And this is where the pressure will come with Eddie Howe when they do make big money signings. 
and the fans will now really they if they're gonna I've seen today maybe Barella from Italy, but that's gonna be 40, 50 million. The same with if they get Madison. And what? So are Newcastle fans then gonna be hopeful of what they spend 200 to 300 million in the transfer window and they're still happy with just fourth spot. They then he needs to then go and win something next year, maybe the Carabao or the FA. But because but he needs to he, he'll, he'll know in that he'll know that over the season. But yeah, it's just it's gonna be a lot more pressure for Eddie Howe now. And not fair play to him. I hope he does well. He's a great English manager, but uh is he a bit it'll it'll soon tell come mid mid of the middle of next season and if they're struggling you'll start to see was he actually the big mates oh absolutely because he I didn't thought he was going to be sacked before January so uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just I'll I'll jump in on 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 that point there so start to see that Eddie Howe will be sacked by January January the first um my my thought process on that at the time, I think there was, I think there was throwing it up against Man City at one point towards the start of the season, very early on, and to take that good good result technically. It's Man City at the end of the day, but then they went through a stage. I think in a stage where it was ten games, they'd won one, lost one, and then drew eight. Or something crazy, and I said, I'll "Tell you what, he'll end up getting sacked because he's, he's, yeah, okay, he's got in performances and he's unbeaten or whatever in these many games, but these only to put and get Champions League football, European football, whatever it is." Uh, silly me, obviously, forgot about the uh, FIFA World Cup. <laughs> uh, so I put I put in the uh, schedule to see what games they had coming up, and then I had like. West Ham. I was thinking, you know what? It's going to carry on, and they'll they'll end up losing these games. Well, World Cup came along. Dan was pretty much rubbing his hands together, and I was like, yeah. To be fair, I've had a mare here. And then I think out cup, they were just winning every single game, and I I think I paid out early to them because I just thought. There's just there's no point me even wasting my time. If they sack him now because of some sort of uh, thing going on behind the scenes with his daughter or something. <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, fantastic season for Newcastle. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give him an A just just for the fact that I didn't I did not think that they'll. I gave do. him an A if they'd have won the Carabao. <laughs> and that's more oh, exactly. It. Yeah, that, that's yeah. why I've given him a B because. I think they had a fantastic season. Now, they're a team, like you boys have already said, the World Cup, you forget when they were good and when they were bad because the season's been so long. Um, but I'd have given them an A if they'd won the Cup. So I've gone B. But other than that, yeah, that's a good season. Uh, here we go then, Adam. Forrest. You know... I... It, I don't want to be too harsh, but it. I don't want to. Harsh. I, want, I want to try and be honest with it and be honest with my opinion. I, I'm. I'm going to say D. I'm going to say D. If only they hadn't done that. I know it's it's a bad it's a bad choice, and but I don't. I can't give them smashed it. 
you know, I if I could, I'd ungrade them just because it's. I'm bitter that they're still in the Premier League. I'm happy that they're in the Premier League because at the end of the season, when it got down to the nitty gritty, they they did what they had to do. Beating Arsenal, fantastic result, and I would you could easily put Forest Forest's season on them last five games when when it really mattered because they they turned up, and I think that's another reason why I'm so bitter because we just didn't do it. Um, I expected a lot more. Well, see, I didn't expect a lot more. I expected them to finish rock bottom just for the fact of the number of the signings that had made that year. Some uh, of them players are Jesse very Lingard. good players. Oh, sorry, some that, of them man? players that they signed are not players that should be going to newly promote sides. They've spent an awful lot of money. Yeah, and that, and that, and that was it. That's why I thought, and I, I kind of felt like, I think they made like 30 signings in their first couple uh, in the summer transfer window. Now I've played football manager several times to be an experienced player. You get that many players in, you don't get results because they don't gel together. And <laughs> look what happened at the start of the season. They did not gel together, but they, they worked through it. I think the signing of, uh, is it Navas? Navas, whatever his name is, the goalkeeper from PSG on he loan. He was halfway through, wasn't he? I think they yeah, left him yeah. quite late. That's when Dean got injured. Yeah, Henderson got injured. I wouldn't have valued Morgan Gibbs White at forty million. I didn't really know him at Wolves, but again, uh, what's his face? Steve Cooper. He knows him from his his uh, international days. Yeah. Turns out to be a great signing. And I tell you, who is going to be a good player if he gets his head down and potentially moves away from Nottingham is that Brendan Johnson? Because I tell you what, when I went to watch Leicester Forest twice last season in the cup where we got battered and in the league where we got battered. He tore us apart both games, and he was he was incredible. And I he was He's not in your mind, isn't he? No, but like you, you, you see him being like the Delhi Alley, you know, end up going Tottenham or something in his career. But yeah. Hopefully, he doesn't do that. But so I just want to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just to summarise, Adam. You were impressed they stayed up because you thought they'd come bottom. They made some fantastic signings. Um, you think the manager's good? They stayed up and showed some real fight in the last five games, and you've given them a D. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> but the thing is, Scott, your means mean nothing. You know, I had smashed it, bossed it. What was the point? Or if I hadn't done that, and my, if I hadn't done that, it's only based around signing Jesse Lingard. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, quick summary. No, Scott, I'd got, well, I'd gone D anyway, but. Uh... Yeah, I, I thought name and high, to be honest. I know what we say from newly promoted is the first first aim of them is uh, just to stay up. But like I said to Adam previously, they spent an awful lot of money. It wasn't a normal side that wasn't risking a lot. Of, he came in and made 20 signings. I think, obviously, how many newly promoted sides have we seen that have then gone and spent 40 million on a Morgan Gibbs White, who probably wasn't even breaking into the Wolves side at the time. Don't get me wrong, I thought he was probably the standout player in the end, but they spent the money to aim more than just 17th in the league. So, and a signing of Kaylor Navis or even Dean Henderson, even Jesse Lingard at the start of the season. I know he didn't uh, show up in the season, but that was a very big, he got, uh, they signed him over. He could have gone West Ham. So. so for me, boys, just to sum it up, uh, Forest, 
Forest came up through the playoffs. And if they stay in the Premier League, I don't care how many players they sign. Look, they needed to sign a few. But basically, you know, all the players that they came up with were on loan or out of contract. So I've gone big. I think staying up is a fantastic achievement if you come up through the playoffs. So I've gone big. Actually, I know it's very different to you two. I feel like you're like proud that Leicester went down. <laughs> you're so proud that Leicester went down. You're a Forest fan, really. <laughs> Take that jumper off. He's got a red it's, jersey on. It's a tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Southampton, Dan. Uh, I've gone E here, Scott. There's, uh, I, I didn't give them the F because I don't think they're a team that should have been expecting too much and probably got away with uh, the the semi finals of the Carabao Cup. <laughs> probably helped him out a little bit. Obviously, I think I've mentioned it a few times in the podcast, but it didn't save them from the drop, did it? Uh, I think. I've based on also, I think they've got a good, they've probably got at best a championship squad as well. I, I don't think they've got the, the, the better players are probably of age now. I think James Ward Prowse has been there a while now, but even he doesn't, he doesn't uh, stand out that he's going to set the world alight at too many other clubs, to be honest. So I'm looking at that team and him being the star man. He, He's not a star man too much further away from Southampton, if that makes sense. I can't see him going to a top six side. So, yeah, when I'm looking at that squad, I don't look at them and think they're going to be much higher than 15th at best. So for them to be relegated, yeah, it, it doesn't come as a surprise to me. And I think a lot of the t- a lot of fans uh, of the whole Premier League as a overall kind of wrote them off quite early as well, didn't they? Uh, albeit they weren't even that far away in the end. But, uh, yeah, they were written off a long time ago. But, yeah, I think they'll go strong in the Championship next year. I think they've got a few players that... There was a player that I was surprised to hear about. The, even the loan to Burnley, I think, the striker. So, Hello, when you're it? hearing that players are coming up from the Championship... Pardon? Is it Teller? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like Nathan Teller. But when you're hearing of players like that on loan at High Flying Burnley in the Championship, he should have been probably back to help the cause a little. But uh, no, I think they'll they'll have a good season in the Championship, probably rebuild. But they're not a side spending money either, are they? So they they can't have too high expectations. But yeah, I think the the cup run gave them a good season overall. But yeah, didn't paper over the cracks, did it? Adam? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say E on this one. Uh, I mean, uh, they've, had, they've had a terrible season. I'm not, I, again, like like always, I don't really know much about the Southampton side. I don't really think they've ever had the, other than Ward Prowse, like Dan mentioned, and well, just other than him, I know they, I know they had a player last year that is at Chelsea this year. Is it I think it was a loan. Yeah, it, I think it was a loan player. Well, Brower, whatever his name was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he did well for Southampton last year. And when you like you say, Dan, you got Theo Walcott in the side. Is you know, is a is a is an old is an older player. They haven't really got. They've got they've got no player. That seems a Championship side team when you look at it. Um, yeah, I, I think Ward Price is your better player, but he, they've always been shot. a team known to bring 
more through anyway, haven't they? You, you, yeah. you, the few good youth players that they'll probably bring through. And it'll be better for them next season. The Premier League's a hard season to go for. You can't really bring too much youth through when going through the uh, Premier League. It's such a brutal league. You get punished on very small mistakes. So, yeah, they'll come back stronger next year. The Championship will help help the young youngsters bring through. Yeah, I mean, six, six wins all season. Everton... Uh, I think they beat Bournemouth, Leicester twice, Chelsea twice. So, I mean, the, the teams there that they shouldn't have beat, shouldn't have beat Chelsea, shouldn't have beat Leicester. So, in reality, they could have only had two wins all season, uh, but they managed to get six somehow. I think for me, it's an E as well. And the only reason I'm not giving them an F is because uh, I don't think I ever watched them play. Other than when they played that Arsenal game, I don't think I watched the Southampton game this season. Um, yeah, just they, they were in the league and they went down. And I think on the first week, I thought, "Oh, Southampton will go down," and they did. So I can't give them an F. <laughs> they performed below what I thought they did. They they were just rubbish, um, and I think everyone thought they were rubbish. So I've got in as well. Um, oh, that's a nice easy one, I suppose. Um, Spurs, Adam? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to say, E, you've got to be disappointed. Um, their season's just been terrible from the get-go. For a team that's got the uh, quality of players that they've got, they're, they're just not clicked on. I mean, I know majority of their season was the Conte show and him falling out, out with people. I'm, I'm sure... Is it is this the same season again? A long season where Tuchel had the Conte little fight spatter at Chelsea when they like shook each other's hand yeah, at half time and got each other's faces. Yeah, it's like you forget that that's this that same season. Um, they're just it's just been the uh, Antonio Conte show the the whole season, and then sacking him just before the World Cup, then getting a caretaker manager in. Him getting sacked because they're getting battered week in, week out. They're then replacing him with uh, Ryan Mason. That poor bloke feels like he can't get a break. I, I think he needs to be at Exeter or something. He ain't a poor some... bloke. Mind <laughs> his first game before that, he got blooming. Uh, what was his first game in charge when Mourinho got sacked? He got given the FA Cup bloody final. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just a bad look for him, isn't it? It's <laughs> just the poor. Oh, bro, it's just got something wrong in the head, thinking he's going to get that job full time. <laughs> well, he did. He did retire. Dan, I, I wouldn't do it. So whether that's linked. Oh, <laughs> it must be surely. <laughs> I don't know. He must look in the mirror and say, "You've got this, Ryan. You've got this." <laughs> <laughs> that's out of the film. Well, he definitely hasn't got it. <laughs> uh, Dan, is Harry Kane there next season? Uh, if if it's down to Daniel Levy, unfortunately for Harry Kane, he's going to be there for another season. But uh, I think Harry Kane will be the best thing for him to do is get out of that club because that club is not going to win anything for a long time. That don't get me wrong, I think they've probably got a strong f- from four if you were going attacking wise. But after that, there's there's problems from get going. They, they've not got a strong enough midfield. Not. There's no one in that back four that's of any good. And that keeper makes more mistakes than Minan. 
Sebastian Landon. Well, oh, she'd be a better keeper. Oh. Oh, just... They've got to really rebuild again. That Lloris is just... He's past it now. Uh, they've got to move on with a new keeper, probably. But Daniel Levy, he doesn't want to spend money. Well, good finalist. Obviously, like Adam, I think, mentioned earlier, they've, they've made a bid of fifty million for Harvey Barnes and James Madison. We'll reject that, and he won't come back with another one. He's just mad in the head, and for him to then be risking the chance of losing a player of a hundred million in Harry Kane next year for nothing. That he's got a rebuilding project, and if he thinks that Harry Kane potentially might stay, he's got then, another thing coming. Right. <laughs> Yeah, well, if he loses him for a free next year, he's going to have to spend money because that that team is needs improving. Probably you need about seven or eight new players in that squad to make them challenges again. And what grade yes, is he going down? But, yeah, don't even get me. Easy E. <laughs> I've heard of him. Uh... Who who is who's the new manager? Who's the new manager there? Have they got away? Tottenham. That oh, that tells you a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I went E as well, boys. What absolute waste of time. Absolute waste. I mean, this is Spurs bottling. Even I turned it down. <laughs> it's Spurs bottling it to a whole new level that season. Um, complete, complete waste. So, yeah. Oh, no. Don't get me started. They're, they're just wasted. Useless. Useless. Um, West Ham, Dan. Uh, I've gone D here, Scott. Uh, if we're going on the Premier League just as a whole, then uh, obviously, yeah, they didn't do great. They've got a very good squad. I think it took them time to even get going. That's why they were in a bit of a, uh, well, well, not in a bit of, they were in a relegation scrap, weren't they, for a long season. And yeah, the Europa Conference League, Papered over a lot of cracks. Well, breaking news once again, we've lost Scott due to a power cut. I don't know what is going on in Madagascar, but they need to sort the power lines out because it's every week at this point. Uh, Dan, let's go with uh, there's the two remaining. Let's try and finish it off. It's annoying because I really wanted to get him on. He's a mystery player at the end of this pod. But uh, oh, let's... We'll have to save that for next week. Definitely, Dan. What What do you think to West Ham this year? Yeah, I gave uh, West Ham a, a D this D this season. Uh, I base this a lot on the, that West Ham side is full of uh, talented players. They have spent a lot of money on the team uh, in previous seasons. Uh, you've got like your Jared Bowen, uh, Paqueta... Uh, Antonio, I think they spent a bit of money on Agerd, who's a decent yeah. player. You've got uh, Fabianski, decent, decent keeper. Obviously, Declan Rice. Uh, yeah, so I think for them to be involved, so, so heavily involved in a relegation scrap, it, it, it was a disappointing season. And I think uh, we spoke behind the scenes. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, this Europa League conference kind of papered over a lot of cracks for this season and now gives them the opportunity to push on quite heavily in the summer, improve that squad, because I think 
Uh, we all know that Declan Rice will unfortunately be moving on. Uh, but don't get me wrong, he's 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 done it the way that every West Ham fan would respect him for. He'll get he'll get uh, applauded by the whole stadium whenever he returns and whoever he returns with, uh, because he's left as a legend, hasn't he? He's, he's done it playing his heart out until the very end. Never really caused any troubles in that team, but. Yeah, uh, as a grading, I'm going with a D. Yeah, well, I reckon Declan Rice will stay. I, I reckon he doesn't care about what the chairman thinks. I think he, uh, I think he's uh, devoted to the club, um, and he'll he'll want to play play a bit more in Europe with them next year. So he'll he'll be wanted by any of the teams in Europe. Though, I know. And, uh, I think coming out, I think the chairman coming out and saying it that oh, he's free because Rice did that interview at the end of the the final saying. You know, I've got two years left at West Ham. I'm happy here. Um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I know people say stuff because they're on the socials and they've got the camera in front of them. Um, but he seemed genuine when he was talking about staying at West Ham. And then I think the next day, the, the chairman came out and said, yeah, we're selling <laughs> It's like, yeah. well, it's not your choice because it's normally the opposite way around that the players want to leave. Now, again, you don't know if he's just doing it for the cameras he did get offered a new contract eighteen months ago, though. Yeah, but now yeah. he's now winning the cup. He can get more money, Dan. So yeah, mind, mind games with uh, the. I'm sure West Ham fans would be very happy to see him stay, but uh, I know I obviously seen today that Arsenal have bid made the first bid today, didn't they? And that's been rejected. I think there's a lot of uh, clauses in it, probably uh, where probably extra money if certain amount of international caps and. Uh, yeah, but yeah, West Ham will hold out for the money straight away because they'll have to improve that squad uh, instantly, won't they? Yeah, definitely. I'm, um, uh, what's your grading? I'm going to grade these ones C. Um, so I, I think um, <clears throat> it is mere what does, what was the point? Because especially how they finished last season, I I certainly thought they were going to at least be in the top half this year. Uh, but surprise, surprise, relegation battle for the majority of it. But then they pushed on again. Once, once, um, I think I think they've got their heads down and their focus. So uh, a C for um, West Ham on that one, um, and then I think Scott's also gone with uh, C also. Okay, yeah. Should we uh, do the last team? Yeah, we'll go for we'll go for the last team. Um, yeah, what's your thoughts on Wolves' season? I'm honestly surprised they they were not. I'm honestly surprised they didn't get relegated. Um, I think we beat them towards the end of the season and gave the Leicester fans a bit of hope. But again, like Forest, they started um, picking up wins and point even just points at times when times were hard. And I think they finished about 14th in the end. So yeah, 13th in the 13th. end. 13th. Yeah. So when you look at that, you, you're happy with 13th. I'm sure you, you they would have took that at the start of the season. Um it's it's only because there's the 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 threat of being in that relegation battle that makes the season look worse than it is. But if you're floating around thirteenth full season, you would say it's a good season for for Wolves. So yeah, I'll get I'll give them a a, a C on this one. Um, what about yourself? Yeah, I agree with you there. To be honest, uh, I've gave them a C overall as well. I think I think actually I didn't really yeah like you say they they are very close to the uh, relegation. Scrap to be honest, they were all. I think they've dropped off 
incredibly towards the end of the season. But uh, I think there could be bigger problems here. I've heard a lot of rumours that they've not got the money in the club that anyone thinks. And I think that's worrying times for Wolves, especially with the Lopetegu being such a big manager that if he gets an offer of a higher club, he's done a great job for the what well, uh, the money that he's probably... I don't see them spending an awful lot of money. I know... Uh, I can't remember the team, but they've also sent that Fabio Silva out on loan for the season, which he was a 40 million youth signing that they signed. So, yeah. yeah, and they've still got a lot of attractive players. I think they'll probably lose the chap in the midfield, uh, Neves and the other one this summer. I yeah. know Neves is wanted by Barcelona. Yeah. Just, uh, and who's? I think there was uh, a tall chap in the centre of midfield that they got uh, I can't think of his name, but yeah, they're full of these Portuguese players that are probably very well known over in Portugal. But uh, yeah, and Diego Costa, strong. don't forget Costa, Dan. Yeah, they, I don't see next season being his year. Unfortunately, I backed him to to the moon and back this year. But uh, yeah, no, I'd gone to see. I think it was a strong season for Lopetegu, but. Uh, yeah, he, he won't be hanging around there if he doesn't see them uh, pushing on next season, I don't think. They've yeah. got to be wanting more than just a mid-table side. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Scott also went with a, a, a C on this one, so making his last two choices, C's there. Um, OK, so we'll, we'll move on to the, uh, <clears throat> the not-so-mystery footballer, Dan, because um, after reading the clues out last week, I, I think we, you and I both... Hit the nail on the head with who it was, and we, we the horse. Even, yeah, we even named him, named and shamed him, which for the first time in this pod we, we we've actually done. So yeah, the the answer for that was Jeff Horsfield, and I think I think after clue clue four uh, last week you you you'd got this uh, nailed on. So yeah, Jeff Jeff Horsfield being the answer to the uh, mystery footballer on this one. Scott's just uh, nicely dropped in to say that he's going to go watch the worst. Footballer to ever grace the Leicester City shirt, Daniel Amati, uh, at the weekend. So I can understand why he's had to dip off for a power cut. I just think he's pulled the power out himself. Um, but I won't. I won't personally waste my time to go watch Dan Amati play football. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope, hope they lose. I love the end to the show. <laughs> so uh, that's. Um, I'm sure we're going to have another pod uh, planned for next week. If if yeah. we do, you'll you'll catch us in the in the same location on Spotify, um, Apple Music, Google Play, all the streaming services. So please uh, continue to follow us and listen to our shows, um, and we'll start hopefully breaking down transfers coming into the uh, clubs near you shortly. So yeah, thanks for tuning in, and um, talk to you soon. Yeah, let's just say as well, obviously, we hope that the Fulham fans enjoy it a lot more this week as well. So, uh, yeah, uh, we love you, Fulham. <laughs> Cheers, Watts. All right, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.